Hey guys, this is You, Me, and a Movie, the podcast where me and you talk about movies. Me um, and you. You and me. Wow. And me and you. So uh, it's it's almost Easter. We're still deep in the pandemic, and uh, we decided to do another episode. Um, but this time's a little different, and we suffered for you, really. We really suffered for this one. Um, and truth be told, we weren't successful in fully making it through this this experience. Um, and if you didn't think a pandemic was already horrible enough, then uh, go watch Cats. Mm. <laughs> I so we made it. How far do we make it in the movie? I think about halfway, maybe a little bit more than half. It, yeah, it was uh, it was brutal. It was brutal. It was a mixture of creepy, boring, and just mind numbing. My brain could not comprehend like what was happening in the film. I don't understand what was yeah, going on. Yeah, maybe at if all. I knew the story of cats better. I don't know. But I've, I have, so I took history musical theater in college. Different times. At different times. But, uh, and you had to go to a play and for my, or watch like a famous play or something. And I think for some reason I couldn't go to a play for scheduling reasons or whatever. And I watched Cats the Musical on YouTube. And I remember being blown away by how absolutely like sexual it was. And so I wrote an essay about, how overtly sexual Cats was and how much it was horrible and an abomination, and I hated it. And I, I felt uncomfortable watching these cats. He did cats. not do well. No, I got a D. I got like a D on that, I believe, um, on that paper. Uh, because apparently Cats the Musical is a beloved musical and hugely popular. And so... Uh, for what reason i do not understand i don't understand the plot details of it um i don't just i just why just why that's my biggest question during this i don't i don't know why did they create cat types i don't i don't know so it's like somebody was like, what an imaginative idea. Let me make it terrible. Well, it's based on a series of T.S. Eliot poems. So maybe the more uh, sophisticated Well, is us. it or is it just the Jellicle Cat idea? Well, I think hi- this was birthed from a series of poems and then he wrote the musical around. He wrote the musical? Yeah, it's T.S. Eliot. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, here, hold on. I was looking for a tweet that I found. So, about the film Cats. So, it, it, last year, you may have seen the trailer for Cats, and it is an animated film. It mm. it, it is... It's heavily CGI'd, but it, it's still people. It's like a mixture of animation and uh, so if you haven't seen the, just go look up the trailer for Cats, the 2019 film. And it is w- weird cat humanoids. PG, by the way. I was expecting it to be rated worse than that. It doesn't feel PG. The things that it, it did to me in ways, <laughs> ways it abused me did not feel PG. Wow. Um, so it's basically like real actors faces like i mean they're it's really their bodies too it's not like it's just it's not like totally fake like they just have 
costumes and green screens and stuff. I I guess. No, like, yeah, I've seen so Marshall. many. Okay, so many things are confusing about this film. Number one, why? Why go through this kind of visual effects effort to make this adaptation of a Broadway play when you could simply just cinematically film the play? Yeah, because <laughs> for I will much say cheaper. For much cheaper. It felt like a set. It feels like a. It feels a like set. a play. Yeah, it feels like a play. Just animated. And so this movie bombed in the box office, okay? Bombed. Like, did terrible. Uh, let me uh, let me come up with the box office numbers here. Cats. And this was, I just want to go ahead and let everyone know, this was before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. This is a pre-pandemic film. Okay, so it looks like it made $69 million at the box office, okay? Its budget, $95 million. <laughs> so... So it has and not. I wish that was my budget. Sometimes yeah. when I think about movies, I think, man, it's a budget too. Like they thought that's my budget. That's okay. all we can spend. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, no. Okay, okay, okay. I was wrong. So it cost a hundred million to produce, and then set back another a hundred million just to take uh, the buttholes out to b- fix the buttholes. So <laughs> this movie, this movie was is one of the first movies to release and then have an update uploaded to the digital, like. No, projectors. I believe there were two different. Yeah. Updates. So, right. So the there, first one was the hands. Yeah. So the initial film that released on opening night of whenever Cats came out, I think around Christmas, uh, didn't have properly CGI'd hands. And so they they blasted an update to theaters of of the cut where the hands were fixed. Which, by the way, they aren't still great. Which we noticed Ian McKellen's hands in this are human hands. And Judy Dench is like, her hands are there and she's wearing a ring in it. Yeah. Which I think I did read something where she's not supposed to be wearing a ring. Really? Yeah. So what cut is this? I don't know. There's apparently multiple cuts of this film. Uh, It's, it's, uh. The animation is super inconsistent. The scale of... The, the scale of the cats is the worst part. Let me just tell <laughs> you that right now. They show mice at one point. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that mice in this world are about an inch tall. Yeah, and then they show, like, beetles. Yeah, they're, like, half an inch tall. It's crazy. It just it doesn't make sense. These cats are, like, weird humanoid tiny thing. I, I Anyway... And there was there was a scene where there was like a dog, but you never see the dog. I was I wanted very to see curious. the dog because I wanted to see the scale of the dog. Because they they made it seem like the dog was like gargantuan compared to yeah. these cats. Also, yeah. I will say like a jellical cat is supposed to apparently be small, and I couldn't figure out if that was part of that. Yeah, Anna's really hung up on what jellical means. I just hate the I hate hearing them say it. <laughs> jellical cat, jellical like what? It's no, it's horrible. It's it's the worst. Like my brain, like I I was getting enraged <laughs> watching this film because I didn't, I was tired of it happening to me. Well, it just kind of felt like I nothing hate, was going on. I just hate how they move. It, this the like you hit play, and it goes from zero to sixty creepy, <laughs> like zero to sixty. The music is horrifying. And then you see these weird. Well, the music creatures. is going to be the music in all of Cats always. Yeah, so. it's creepy. And then you see these freaks crawling around, and it was just the worst. It was it was horrible. I just hate. I hated it. I hated. I hated. 
Okay, so anyways, there is there is a light at the end of this tunnel, okay? What's that? The butthole cut. So, on Twitter, a couple weeks ago, um, this guy I follow on Twitter, Ben Meckler, tweeted, I desperately need a tell-all book about the making of cats. It could really help me get through this. <laughs> um, and he I had was, to read he, a book. I don't know. Yeah, he was referring to the pandemic because this, this was tweeted on March 18th. And, uh, and then um, a guy replied to him and said, a VFX producer friend of a friend was hired in November. November, the movie came out in December, okay, to finish some of the 400 effect shots in Cats. His entire job was to remove CGI buttholes that had been inserted a few months before, which means that somewhere out there, there exists a butthole cut of Cats. Also, why were they why were they there to begin with? Like why were these buttholes like somebody thought to themselves, "Well, cats have buttholes. We've got to have them." <laughs> cats have buttholes. We got to have them. Okay, so right. This is the butthole uh cats cut is like a whole epic tale that I've read multiple things about since reading that. And let me see. There was an article I found the other day. Um, I'm scrolling through my Twitter to see if I can find it. It basically was w- an interview with one of the VFX artists describing editing out the buttholes and cats as akin to slavery, <laughs> which, which, you know, having to make this film probably would feel like slavery to some degree, but having to, you know, in like a month's time, having to edit out cat buttholes is like a level of slavery that I don't think most of us in our lifetimes could comprehend. That also, level of suffering. It um, was okay on December 21st, just 2 days after this was released is when they realized they needed to be releasing a new version. Just 2 days after it was released. Okay, so I can't find the article, but basically uh I, so I listened to a podcast where they kind of addressed some of the rumors about this, and apparently not only did they have to kind of edit out the buttholes, um, but they had to edit edit the crotches of the cats because they looked a little suspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a person – there's a person out there editing the crotches and buttholes of the cats. <laughs> and I think, truthfully, that would have saved this movie. Oh my word! Because <laughs> if if I could have watched this with these weird human hybrid felines, and they had anatomically correct like buttholes and stuff, I c- I probably could have found some enjoyment in it. But the fact is, it's just I don't know. There's just nothing there for me. And I apologize to somebody who likes this, but. I want to know who that person is. I want to get inside their head. We need to interview someone on this podcast who likes this movie and have them explain it to us. Yes. I would just like somebody to explain the plot. Yeah. So the plot, as I understand it, I look this up. I'm going to read the plot for you right now. Ann and I, we're just just so uh, befuddled. Okay. We didn't even, by the way, if if you're wondering like, hey, how big of a part does uh, Taylor Swift have in this? We never got to her. <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, get, get we it. watched over an hour of this movie, and she is still not there. So just FYI. Um. Okay. So the cats 
musical summary on Wikipedia. Um, Cats is a sung-through musical composed by Andrew Lloyd Webber based on... Oh, it's composed by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Okay. Based on the 1939 poetry collection, Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. Old Possum's Book. Well... Yeah, Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. It tells the story of a tribe of the Jellicles and the night they make the Jellicle choice, deciding which cat will ascend to the heaviside layer what does and, this mean and what come back mean? to a new life the musical includes the well-known song memory as sung by grizabella as of 2019 cats remains the fourth longest running broadway show and the sixth longest running west end show why 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 now i hate cats like just the animal okay so there, there's a lot of hatred just coming out of there like i I truly just don't understand people who really love cats because cats don't love us. Let's be real. Dogs much or like I'm just a dog person. Okay. But I remember the first time I experienced cats just being so creeped out. Like there's, there's a level to which cats as a musical, it, it doesn't like, it's not for normal people. Like, like, normal people do not like Cats the Musical. The kinds of people that like Cats the Musical are on the fringes, I'd have to say. I know that it's, like, a long-running thing, and I'm sure I'll get some hate for this, but I'm sorry, but, like, some, something is a little different about people who like this musical. There's just something a little different about those people. There's something. There's something just that they that they can see a reality that I can't, because I just truly can't. I'm a pretty open-minded dude, and I can't wrap my head around these sex cats. I mean, it's like a sex thing. It's like a weird fetish thing that I just don't understand. I just I'm baffled by it. So. Um, Anna did this. I'm holding her personally responsible yeah, I know. for for making us watch this. I she, I love how in the middle of it she was like, "Well, I don't even want to talk about this." <laughs> like, I don't even have much to say because it's so strange. It's so Oh, the Blu-ray player shut off. The TV oh. just blasted on and scared the crap I was like, out "Oh my us. gosh." Um Jellicle cats are here. Yeah, so, okay, so Anna, <laughs> man, it's, it's just so horrible. Like, I thought we would be able to have hours of discussion on this, but I'm just, I, I've i never experienced something that unpleasant in a film. Like, very rarely does a film happen to where I'm like, just, I'm, I'm out, I'm done, I can't do it. And that happened, just happened to me, I'm done, I couldn't do it. <sighs> I don't even know what to say about it. I know. Um, All I know is that, if you're watching anything, you should watch Better Call Saul because the <laughs> latest episode of Better Call Saul is probably the best episode of Better Call Saul ever made, and it was so good. Um, uh, it's so good. I don't even know what to talk about. I haven't, we haven't watched much. No. We thought this would be it. We like we found our episode. <laughs> we found I our know. episode. I know. I did too. We've only recorded for 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, amazing. And I'm sorry, everybody. We saw Coyote. Oh, we saw it twice. Twice. 
in the same in, like I mean walking, in our driveway. Yeah, walking in the same place. It's a big one too. Huge. Huge. What else is going on? What else is going on, Anna? Literally nothing. <laughs> it is we this is like a weird I feel like um this pandemic threatens to make all people's like pretty uninteresting you know because like i feel like no one has anything to talk about right now no but there have been getting there have been a lot of celebrities recently getting a lot of hate for like the things that they've been saying yeah like that are just so like they're not in reality you know like yeah and i just keep thinking like i think it was like justin bieber and uh one of the kardashian people were like yeah like together they were hanging out no i think they were like skyping or something but it was like yeah i just keep thinking about how lucky i i mean i i've done a lot of work to get where i am but i just have to think about how lucky i am to be where i am and i just think about all the people like the poor people who can't it's just like people were tweeting i mean i'm glad he's thinking about me <laughs> and then justin timberlake posted something like man i've had to spend 24 i've been spending like 24 7 with my son like that's not even like making it sound like that's not even human to spend that much time with your child. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of tone deafness going on. And here's the thing like the celebrity thing is like you do want to roll your eyes because, um, you know, they can buy like $800 worth of organic groceries to stay at home with or whatever. It's easy for them to stay home. It's easy for them to make an ad in the news that says like stay home and it's a bunch of celebrities telling you to stay home and it's like, all this stuff, and it's just like, I think, creating a bigger divide between the rich and poor in this country, <laughs> because, like, the I- the very idea that, like, I'm supposed to imagine Justin Timberlake living in a prison right now. I know. Under house arrest, like, makes me want to vomit. <laughs> like, here's the thing celebrities are missing out on that I I can understand a little bit to why it would drive nuts, is because... Chances are, if they're at celebrity status, they got there doing something they love. Like, like for instance, like comedians, they love doing stand-up. And they just can't do it right now. And that would be tough. That would be tough if, for some reason, I couldn't pick up a camera and shoot photos. You know, that would kind of eat away at me. So I understand that impulse, that complaint. But to be totally blind to the fact that... Uh, you you have the luxury of being able to stay indoors for long periods of time and you are financially secure in doing so, like, there's a level to which you need to just suck it up <laughs> as far as that yeah, goes. Yeah, and just realize that, hey, you're actually not really going through it that bad compared to a lot of people. I also am blown away by the... Uh, I'm, I'm sick of celebrity videos on social media now. Like... It's uh, it's like these YouTube videos of them like singing. Oh, I know. Like they just oh, have to be so like, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm gonna help you through the pandemic by yeah. just looking at me. Yeah, no, it's 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 rough. Um, but I will say, like, I am. I feel like there is like a desert of entertainment right now. Yeah. Like, do you feel that way? I know Netflix has like new stuff all the time, but like. It's kind of like when you have, like, 700 channels of cable. It's like there's still nothing to watch. Yeah. Like, I every time I scroll Netflix, I'm kind of like, why do I pay for this? <laughs> like, truly. Like, yeah. like, 
there's one thing every once in a while that I get excited about watching. Maybe once every month or two. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Disney Plus has really nothing new. Onward's like the newest thing that came yep, out. Onward and Frozen 2 it. are like the newest things on there. But they have like no new anything. It's like the place you go to rewatch things. Or like the... So like if I had a kid right now that was like four years old or five and I hadn't really already watched all the Disney movies with them, I could see it being really fun to go through and watching them with them, seeing them for the yeah. first time. But right now, me as an adult who has seen these as a child, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't need to see them right now. Yeah, but and and I, I pulled out a Fandango gift card that I have a little bit of a balance on the other day and that was always like a thing I could do if I had nothing else to do. Is like, oh, I'm gonna go see a movie like this afternoon, but it's like I can't do that. It's 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 weird. It's weird. Oh, and AMC is about to file bankruptcy. It looks like really. Yeah, yeah. Biggest movie theater chain in the country. So, yeah, it begins. It begins. Um, Trolls World T- Tour came out <laughs> uh, <laughs> yesterday or something. Uh, yes, and that's like the first movie that was in t- that. Was supposed to be in theaters? Was supposed to be in theaters that premiered on digital. And what's funny about it is I have never been in, like, the orbit of Trolls. I have seen the first Trolls movie. Really? Yeah. Is it good? It's actually pretty good. I didn't really? didn't hate it. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe I should uh, check it out. <laughs> I'm not going to watch Trolls. Um, no, you wouldn't like it. It's a lot of singing. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I um, will say, oh, my gosh, going go back to Cats. It's only singing, okay? So just so you know, like, every single thing is sung. Yeah, no, it's horrible. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's it's horrible. And Idris Elba, like, I don't know what he was doing. Like, I, I love Idris Elba. I'm sorry, but it's just, ugh. And, okay, anyway, I had a point about Trolls. So Trolls World Tour, I noticed something last night, which was kind of interesting to me. The amount of people I know who were posting about watching Trolls World Tour that are, like, our age that don't There's, have kids they need something to do yeah and it's like it's either that or is maybe this direct to digital future like will more people watch and talk about it you know like i don't know there's no way they're making nearly as much money mm-hmm. there's no way um it's just it's kind of crazy like i'm interested to see like how this goes but you're not i don't think disney is going to give in to to this they already moved all their stuff like Black Widow and Eternals and all that, they already mo- pushed it back because they're coming out in the theater because Disney's like, we need to make money off of these because all our cruise ships and theme parks are like just hemorrhaging cash right now. So it's kind of interesting as far as like to see like how this is going to change. I th- I don't think movie theaters are going to be totally gone. Um. I think some will survive and some won't, but yeah, depending on where they are. Yeah, I, I, but I don't know. I think, I think, uh, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird. I want something new to come out, you know. And I mean, was stuff really supposed to come out right now that not on like streaming that I was gonna watch? Oh no, James Bond. We'd be talking oh, about James Bond yeah. pretty much right now. Yeah, it was supposed to come out this weekend. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, they're not going to release that one, I can tell you that. It comes out in November, supposedly. But will we go to the theaters then? I don't know. Like, people keep talking about how, like, 
I'm ready for like Trump to like reopen the economy or whatever. Which, you know, I think that's probably a little too soon. I think that these social distancing measures are showing to be working. But the thing is, is like a lot of this was done by choice. Like, do you think the second just Trump says it's safe to go out again, like everybody's going to rush out? Like, I don't know. I, I think I think a lot of people just like are going to be on pins and needles about this disease until it's either like kind of in the rear view or there's a vaccine or something, you know? Like, I don't know if things are just going to jump back. Like, people aren't going to be rushing to movie theaters This is the thing that games. I think people don't realize is that it's not like um, whenever this, you know, whenever they deem, it's not going to just be deemed over one day. Yeah. Like, okay, everybody, we're opening everything tomorrow. You know how terrible that would be? Yeah, but that's not going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Uh, even, But what I'm saying is, like, even if Trump said that, you're o- everything's open tomorrow. Number one, he didn't close everything. Right. Like, a lot of businesses did it voluntarily, and states did it one at a time. So, he can't really say anything about it because he didn't close it. No, I'm just saying people are acting like that's what's going to happen. Right, but most people, like, I think in our region of the country, I think you see kind of a rebellion to the economy closing just because we're in a more working class part of the country, right? Like, people work or live more paycheck to paycheck around here you know and there is a lot more blue collar work here and people just have to go to work it's just what else am i supposed to do like how else am i supposed to pay for things um and you know the arkansas governor we don't live in arkansas but the arkansas governor said like even if he put in a stay-at-home order like six hundred thousand arkansinians i don't know what they're called (laughs) would still go to work um, so the stay at home order itself, like, doesn't really like change anything. It's more about like how people feel about how safe they are from the virus. You know, like after nine 11, pre- people were pretty antsy about terrorism all the time. And you kind of make concessions to your freedoms and lifestyle when you're in that kind of fear. And I, you know, there's no mandate to wear masks, but I went to the grocery store this morning and everybody was wearing masks. Like, yeah. It's kind of, it's voluntary. People have information and they are changing their lives accordingly. So I'm, so my point here is, is like, I don't think the economy is just going to reopen one day. I think that. No, it's not. It's just like, even if restaurants started to open up again, I think people are still going to be hesitant to jump out there, you know, generally. Well, there'll be a mix of people. There'll be those that'll be hesitant and those that are like, it's about time. Yeah, that's true. And I think we'll see more of those about time people, you know, here. Oh, I know on this part of the country because I think people around here have been a little cavalier about it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but truthfully, like I'm in November. How will I feel about going to the movie theater? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I may, I mean, it just depends. Like this may be one of those things that by the end of the year we'll be like, Hey, remember that? That was crazy. You know? Um, or if this drags out for six to eight months, I don't know. Um, I don't think, I don't think it will, uh, drag out that long. And I tend to think it will be something that's kind of in the rear view. Like by the end of the year, we'll be like, man, remember spring? That was crazy. You know? Um, I tend to believe it'll be a little more, uh, a faster recovery than, than, you know, a lot of people would say. But at the same time, it's like, 
I'm just curious, like, well, well, I want to go to like a stadium, which I don't want to do anyway. I, I don't, I don't like going to stadiums or like crowded places anyway, just naturally. But a movie theater, I don't know. How will I feel about that? Um, I th- a movie like James Bond will get me probably to go. Everybody's to gonna be be bringing wipes everywhere yeah. they go. Yeah. And so, like, a movie theater. So ours, the closest one to us, has changed to like the leathery kind of seats. So you could pretty easily wipe those down and not feel like you're sitting on like that cloth seat, you know? Well, we don't sit on cloth seats anymore. That's what I'm saying. We have recliners now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we now can pretty easily wipe them down as opposed to like last year when they were like cloth and like, I would have felt kind of like gross anyway in them when I wasn't worried about getting sick. If anything, this is going to change like how business is conducted. Like, I, I think this is going to change. We're going to have a lot of like... um. Uh, everyone's going to pay with their phone as much as possible because they won't want to touch things or have contactless payments. I think you're going to see uh, a lot less r- a lot less risk in business. Like I think like the movie theater industry that has so much overhead and so much debt for a business that's not really growing, you know, is kind of like this is showing the problem with that, you know, when you're over leveraged and, you know, movie theaters aren't really like <laughs> you know they're not making more money you know they're having to put shell out more money to make the movie theater even just survive and that's just not that's just not a growing business you know um so yeah we'll see um as far as movies go like uh i would have liked to have been able to see a new james bond movie um i wish they could release it on digital but the fact is they can't financially release james bond on digital they can't yeah. financially release black widow on digital they've got too much invested in them you know imagine avengers endgame going straight to disney plus a like like a 200 million dollar film you know and that's going and people are paying seven dollars a month to watch you know yeah no it's it's not it's not feasible so like that's just not like I just don't think that's going to happen the way people are thinking it's going to happen, you know? Um, I will say, oh, we did. Did we talk about Onward? Yeah, that was the last week. It has been a long week, everybody. Was that last week? That was last week. It feels like it was a month ago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't seen it, though, watch it. Why did we watch Cats? If you haven't seen it still. Why did we do this to ourselves? I don't know. (laughs) about to cry yeah but at least the weather has been really nice okay we're talking about that we're yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to wrap this up that's all i've got left um we did we were gonna i don't know what movie should we i i have no idea like what we should talk about next like what should our next movie be i feel like we're kind of like i don't know what to watch i don't know we were gonna watch altered carbon yeah, which is a show. Which is a show that no We've one... We've already seen the first that season. That I don't that, like, know anyone who's no, watched. No, one. No one has watched it. Um, <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Oh, I know what we could watch. Oh, boy. I don't like her. What the face she's making. Oh, you know what I'm going to say. I've been saying it forever. Do I? The show. My favorite show. Okay. All right. Well, hey, guys. Thanks for listening to You, Me, and a <laughs> Movie. We'll be back at some point with hopefully some something new to talk about that wasn't horrible. Another horrible suggestion from Anna. <gasps> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> thanks for listening, and I apologize if if this episode got you to go check out cats. Like, I'm I'm really sorry. Like, you shouldn't. This is not an endorsement of cats, or even a even don't even joke watch it. Like, it's not worth it. It's not like one of those where you're like so bad. It's Let's good. watch it because it'll be funny. Like, no, no, don't like, do it. Actually, like I was bored. Just don't do it. And creeped out all at the same time yeah don't it's bad it's not good okay well we're done um we need to desperately do something else watch something else i don't care what we do next (laughs) i I just i have to get it out of my mind um oh gosh all right well until next time bye bye